0: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
1: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
0: See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to
1: work an even better place to live.
0: ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.
2: Behind the foods. Yo it's the dudes. Behind the foods. Did the the dudes. Bienvenidos to el otro episodio de... Sin coro. Dudes behind the foods. Hermano. Behind the (laughs) comida. Comida. Today I brought you some tequila, David So. This is... Sinkoro. Sinkoro. Sinkoro tequila tokoro. Oh, Japanese now.
1: (laughs) From Tokyo.
2: (laughs) From Tokyo and Kyoto, sinkoro tequila tokoro. It's a Japanese choro. (laughs) And choro means
1: diarrhea.
2: (laughs) Choro. The choro has choro. Um... Yeah, this is actually uh, Michael Jordan owns this brand of tequila. Oh, really? We had it once on a fucking random-ass mukbang, <laughs> goro mukbang, Years ago-goro. Oh, oh, oh. um, and I was in a little <laughs> liquor store, and I was like, you know what? Let me get that sinkoro. Oh, how much did it costoro? The same as pinche clase azuloro. One hundred and twenty dollars azuloro. Muy expensive <laughs> oh, So expensive azuloro.
1: Oh, wow, take it to the bank <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nobody finds this funny but us, I'm sorry. We were doing this downstairs and literally giggling like fucking schoolgirls. It was so dumb. I don't know why it's so funny to me. (laughs) Oh (laughs) Oh, 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 coro. Satkoro. Plastic cuporo. Oh Oh, you want to sipokoro or you want to duh
0: Sapokoro?
1: Sato Koro. Oh sipokoro. Oh sipokoro, (laughs) kiro.
2: Very (laughs) simporo. Have you seen that uh, Disney movie? Kokokoro. Moanoro. Moanoro.
1: Kokokoro. Fucking turn into a rooster. Ooh,
2: that's a girthy one. I'll save that for me. Oh, wow. give
1: <laughs> It was already there. And you, <laughs> <laughs> you did it right over the cup. <laughs> All
2: right.
1: Brother. Oh, thank you for
2: smelling it. There you go, that. brother. You got to smell it before. Thai tradition is you smell your drinks before you serve it to somebody. Oh, really? Just kidding, good Oh, just kidding. <laughs> God. It's so dumb. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Cheers.
2: Yeah, cheers. Cheers, goro. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> just, cheers,
1: cheers <sighs> Whoa. Oh coro. Oh coro. <laughs> <laughs> this is very really good. I, I like this. It's good. Oh, yeah. Some people might say it's too sweet. A little too sweet. I was just gonna say this yeah. is sweeter than uh classy
2: azul. Yeah, this is might be a little bit too on the sugary side for me, but so, yeah, because you know how people always accuse like oh classy azul, they add all these sweeteners and shit, but like uh and I'm normally I'm like, oh ah, it's just kind of just right for me. Well that's the classy azul, but this shoe right here definitely tastes a little sweeter. Yeah. It's a little sweet. on It's like a dessert tequila, I guess. I don't know. But I definitely probably wouldn't be sipping
1: this. Probably even mix this with something, yeah?
2: Right. Well, I still have my michelada. So, oh, so go oh. I'm going to take a little sip. My michelada. <laughs> so do I. Oh, yeah, brother. Mm-mm-mm. I also have some uh, ceviche left over from the last episode. Did you... When's the first time you had ceviche? <sighs> Man, you know what? So, you know, I spent... The majority of my young adult life in Paramount, California, from when I was 10 years old to when I moved out of my house, which was like, oh, no, no, shit. Let's see. From 10 years old is when we took over Tyson Smile Restaurant in Paramount, and that's around when we moved to Paramount. And then when me and Chia bought our house when we got married, 2018. So I spent at least like a long ass time in Paramount. A lot of Mexican restaurants, a lot of Mexicans at Paramount High. Um, and I think first time I had ceviche was, I think I had probably tried it at a random Mexican restaurant, but when I was dating my ex, her mom would, like, would make ceviche. And, um, you know, when they, when we would be at the little fucking carne asada on the weekends or whatever is when I really got a good taste, you know? Um, so high school. Um, wait, nope. High school is Petey Flo's mom's ceviche. Mm. Uh so, you know, uh, when I was in high school, I had my Mexican besties. And then when I was, like, early 20s, I had my Mexican exy. So, <laughs> that pro- somewhere around there.
1: You? Uh, I can't remember when, but I remember eating ceviche. I was like, oh, other people eat raw fish. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that kind of tripped me out a little bit. I'm like, oh. Because, you know, back in the day, people would – they wouldn't look at sushi like they do now.
2: Right. It was like, oh, you eat raw
1: fish? Uh. So, when I knew, like – and, hey, by the way, a little bone to pick. Mexican people in my school. (laughs) When I was getting made fun of for raw fish, why didn't you say something? (laughs) And you were eating it your whole life. I had no fucking idea. (laughs) And you left me, (laughs) Koro.
2: Left me out to hang out the Koro. Yeah. Yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. yeah, so it's something about the um, acidity in the lemon juice, right? That kind of you don't need to cook the shit. It changes the protein.
1: I guess they say it cooks it really, but not really. But it changes the protein structure.
2: Quote, unquote, cooks it. Uh-huh. So you don't need to cook it anymore. Oh, it's good. It's hmm. to I'm mad that we got so full off the other stuff. But it's really good. But, you know, ceviche, man, fire. Um, ceviche actually really reminds me of, like, lap. Um, mm. You know, acidic, kind of spicy if you want to make it spicy. um. Mm. Fresh. Oh, this is
1: what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Can you explain to me what's happening with Keith Lee? <laughs> right? Because, look, I actually got into a little trouble with him, too. Okay. Because I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Literally don't know, but I guess he blew up a while back for mm-hmm. for blowing up, like, small mom-and-pop restaurants. So he's doing, like, a lot of good things. Okay. I don't know him as that. I just know him as, like, a food influencer. Yeah. Right? So I I wasn't there at the inception of him. But I saw this video where he was just like, there's absolutely no good food in L.A. And I'm like, who's a food
2: critic that says that about Los Angeles? Oh, trust me. Trust me. I, along with many other people, was very upset on that take. Um, And just like many people said in his comments, like, bro, you got to get out of the the trendy spots. Like, like, get out of Hollywood. And he eventually um, took it back Mm -hmm. and was like. Never mind. I found some goosey in L.A. But
1: even that's stupid, though. What do you mean? You just you you finally (laughs) found it's everywhere. But also too, the thing that doesn't make sense for me and him was that, you know, if your idea is that you're trying to help small mom and pops, you just shat on a whole city that's built on mom and pop restaurants. (laughs) So what the fuck are you doing? That's what I felt. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know the guy and I actually don't know anything about him. But I thought that was contradictory. It's like, oh, I want to help small mom and pops. And you go to a city and say, there's nothing good to eat here. It's like, right. there's mom and pop stores here. But you didn't go to any of them. And you went to the popular spot. So you, you, I don't understand what he's doing.
2: Yeah, I don't know what happened in LA. I think, you know, a lot of times he goes off of suggestions in his DMs. And I don't know if he just, like, people weren't suggesting the right shit or what. But um, all I know is recently, you know, because I, I follow him. I don't watch, like, super consistently. But, you know, of course— um uh I I'll watch just a uh, I'll watch him take his bites, see him get a little rating like I didn't know I, I you the one that actually told me he was an MMA fighter previously yeah, I didn't know that I think he used to fight for Bellator so just going to walk up on this guy he'll <laughs> fucking
1: beat your ass dude And he's uh his brother's also a former UFC fighter Oh word Yeah, yeah. Can, Okay
2: can well recently there was a little controversy because he was in Atlanta doing a little Atlanta food tour and you know and his whole thing is that like yo I don't want Special service because, you know, now, of course, he's like viral sensation food reviewer, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, he doesn't want people to give him special treatment when he walks in. So he sends like someone from his family to go in and get the food for him and he eats it in his car. Uh, so I guess a lot of the spots in Atlanta. That's also kind of tough, too. Like you got to eat the food at the
1: place. Like yeah. to, to really give something a good rating or like to see what they're made of. Taking it to go, it's
2: already done. I know. It definitely changes it a little bit, but it's like he doesn't drive anywhere. He just gets it, sits in his car. eats it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. So he got into some, you know, some little controversy in Atlanta because he was ordering. Well, apparently the thing is in Atlanta on the weekends, I guess, a lot of spots don't do to go. Like they don't do takeout. They don't do to go because they're like, they said they're so busy. That they would rather, um, a lot of, like, well, some of these, the restaurant owners were like, we'd rather, we really want to make sure our people that come in to eat. Oh, there are restaurants like that.
1: Yeah. So, like, ramen, lots at first, there was a lot
2: of ramen restaurants before pandemic. That right. Re- that
1: refused to do to go.
2: Like, my favorite one. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. one at the, uh, Santok- Mits- markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Santoka, yeah. They get down now. They'll do the takeout now. Pandemic, they had to. Yeah, bro. So, um, you know, a lot of spots weren't doing it. So, he was kind of like, man, it's really hard to find takeout of here in Atlanta. Um, and I guess... There was one spot specifically, it was a couple spots where once they realized it was him, they were like, oh, we'll get you your food right away. We'll get you your your seat right away. And he was like, nah, like, I'm not trying to do all that. I don't want special treatment. So he would leave, right? Um, And there was one restaurant, I forget, uh, but anyways, long story short, he kind of said like, you know, hey, service wasn't great, blah, 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 because of this and that. And the owner they, they like posted a video and it was so funny too because it was like they posted it on whatever they posted it on but the owner was like like smoking a little cigar he's like who is that i don't know who that is
1: that's <laughs> so fucking funny that's hilarious but it was like come on bro you know who the fuck he is yeah you even know? i know who he is you know what I mean?
2: because yeah, it was it was obviously staged too yeah. you know and um and it kind of actually sparked up a lot of conversation in the Atlanta food world. A lot of people who were like, yes, thank you. I've been saying this. Service is shitty. Like, yeah. um, you know, um, it, a lot of people were complaining because I guess they were saying it really felt like such an ordeal mm-hmm. to go out and get food in Atlanta. They were like, yo, it shouldn't be this difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want some fucking food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, he sparked up some, some shit and some people apologized and some people were like, you know what? You're right. We'll work on that. And yeah. Um, that's that's long and short of it. You know? Yeah. I mean But I was I commented on his shit, I was like, hey bro, you better than me. Cause I take all the line skips, I take <laughs> all the free food, and I tell you what, I might even lie a little bit if you yeah. take good care. <laughs> If they take good care of me, I might, I might say, I might give them the guy Fieri. Oh, I see what they did here. Yep. They got some carrots. Uh-huh. Oh, they cooked that steak. hmm
1: They got some mayo. Mm-hmm. You know, the funny thing for me is like, I don't like being pressured to like something, you know? So like, if they're like, oh, we're going to give you some service. I was like, well, let me eat your food first to see if I like it. You yeah, know? yeah. I yeah. do that joke, but I'm actually dead serious. Yeah, it's like, because yeah. I don't want them to bring me food and it just goes to waste. I hate wasting food. Because it's like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to eat it. I know. So it's like, I'm just going to go somewhere else to eat. So let me just eat this. If I like it, then hey, why not, right? And then I'll say, what's up? But I'm still going to pay for the stuff that I got here first.
2: I mean, you yeah. watched the old Send Foods episodes where, you know, we were paying for all the food mm-hmm. and nothing was, like, sponsored. We had wait in line for everything. So it was like, you know, if the shit was whack, we were talking shit, you know. Yeah. I mean, you were talking a little more shit than me, but like we <laughs> would be, we would be talking that shit, right? But I never said the business name, right? When thrillers took oh no, actually we shitted on some people a little bit. Um, remember that Filipino dude? No, that, but we didn't say their name. They they knew because they it was their thing. No, we, we could see the place and stuff. It oh was, okay, it was my <laughs> bad. That's, that's my bad. My bad, y'all. Remember that one of uh, we did an episode of this show where we were talking about how a dude. He was blaming us for say we put his, like, family's <laughs> restaurant out of business or Oh, something. no, it wasn't
1: us. Your shit was whack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit sucked the moisture out of my whole body. <laughs> but I I try to make sure I don't ever say
2: the name. I think it was just in the back. And so, like, ugh. But when it went to Thrillist, because it was, like... Sponsored. Spon- we'd call ahead of time. Or the producers would call ahead of time, Yo, can we get this and this and that. If the shit was trash... They either would cut it, but yeah. if it was really funny, they would leave it. But we would never say the name. Yeah, yeah, you yeah.
1: Because yeah. um, people are still trying to make a living. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying out here to like destroy people like that. Like, if I don't like it, I'm allowed not to like it. Yeah. But I just don't want to say the name of the place because if the food is not good, people just won't go eventually. Or you know, they'll at least be able to make somewhat of a living, right? And that's just my opinion on things. Yeah. That's why, like, sometimes, like when they're like, "Oh, I want you to do a food review," where you could like shit on places. It's like it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Those Mm -hmm. people are trying. Like, they got families. They got all this other stuff. Like, I'm not trying to be that person. I could talk in my friend group about a restaurant I don't like, but to put it on a platform with millions of people,
2: I don't know, man. I follow that one Asian dude uh, that does refuse in his car with the with the with the hair and the lisp. Oh, the lisp uh, guy, Dwayne. Yeah, you sent him to me. Yeah, dude, he's so he cracks me up. I follow him now. Okay, he, so we're we go gonna hit with eat some <laughs> eat some In <In-N-Out> <laughs> and Out Burger. Oh, wee look at the juice on that chicken bone. I, <laughs> that fool cracks me up. <laughs> right? you're, you're trying to be funny. <laughs> no, he, but here's what I realized. I thought he wasn't, but now I realize this fool knows he's funny. Okay. Okay. Cause, <laughs> but anyways. He went to, you know that uh, vegan McDonald's on La Brea? I heard about it, yeah. Mr. Charlie's? Yeah. So he went, he <laughs> took He took one bite. He was like, okay, let's try these fries. Oh, these fries are so greasy and disgusting. I give it a one out of ten. He said, let's try this nugget, though. Let's try this nugget. He takes a bite nugget. I don't know what this is. This is, oh, it just melts. Ew, I don't know what kind of texture this is. Yeah, I give this a two out of ten. <laughs> so he shits on this place because he did not like it, right? Mr. Charlies fucking was popping off on him in his comments yeah. saying like, you just got, you were just mad because we didn't pay you for a review, this yeah. and that, like getting pissed. And he's like, and wait, and Dwayne's like, yo, I don't, you know, I don't um, take money for my reviews, blah, blah, blah. But I've never seen a fucking restaurant be so angry in someone's comments like that. I was like, yo, relax, vegans.
1: A lot of people, like, that's the thing, too, because here, here's my perspective on that, because I thought about it too. It's like, why even why even do that? Because it makes you look bad, right? you know? Because there's nothing... Uh, also, too, but for food people, right? Like, number one, when you start doing that shit, it's like, first of all, who, who the fuck are you? Who are the... Like, you know, when you do food reviews, you could, your opinion is completely valid, but once you get, like, a certain amount of following, you you really are fucking up people's livelihood like, bad. Mm. And, and you don't even think twice about it. Right. That's what those Yelp Elite reviews, they go in and they put a one star because they got <laughs> you know, it's like, dog, you know these people just because you didn't like the drink, you want to take money away from them? Like, what What world do you fucking live in, you know?
2: Elite Yelters, Yelpers are the worst.
1: Yeah, they just, <laughs> they can sometimes be the best people or they could be the worst that they feel like they could just destroy people's live, livelihood and they just go to sleep like it's completely fine.
2: <laughs> well, they're always the worst. <laughs> I feel like the elite ones are the ones that write the fucking paragraph, page long reviews. And it's always like, this salmon was delicious. My ribs were super succulent. But I couldn't find parking one star.
1: Yeah, dude. After this break.
2: (laughs)
0: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
1: For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points.
0: Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air.
1: Call Cheapo Air at 855 247 3279 or visit slash podcast. Somebody wrote to me once. They go, well, what's the difference between you when you do your movie reviews and shit on movies? They've already made a billion dollars. It's The movie's done. It's been out for fucking years. You know what I mean? I'm not affecting anybody's livelihood.
2: Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to say the strike is finally over. Now you can talk about some movies. <sighs> now I can say I love the Ninja Turtle movies so much. I was fucking itching to tweet about that shit. I was like, I. it was like bubbling inside me. I was like, I need to tell people how good this movie is, but I can't. <laughs> you
1: know, it was so funny.
2: You know, when the whole strike was happening, I'm still doing movie
1: reviews. Yeah. They're like, oh, you really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I
2: was like, I don't give a fuck. Well, you're not sag.
1: Yeah, I'm not sag. I don't give a fuck. I mean, whatever.
2: You're so lucky, dog. <laughs> yeah, I can say whatever the fuck I want. I couldn't say shit. And like, a part of me was like, say you ain't paying attention to me, little fucking struggling actor. Try yeah, to. they are. But they I think they are. They are. Because they're so if y'all didn't know, okay? During the SAG strike, if you're a part of the SAG union, there were a lot of rules, okay? Some of them were kind of, like, blurry, but one specifically was, like... Don't dress up in Halloween costumes. That one was a little blurry. It was, it was, Everybody like, was like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're not following that one. Shut up. But initially, there was one that was, like, you know, don't talk about movies that are out, you know? Because it's, like, you're promoting, promoting shit, quote-unquote. And, um, bruh, and here's the thing. I... I get so annoyed when people shit on movies before they come out. Like, and Ninja Turtles, because of the diehard fan base, people were talking so much shit when seeing, like, 10-second clips, right? And that shit fucking really bothers me, dog. Like, it really just grinds my gears.
1: You know what was interesting? There was a moment that there was a little controversy with Ninja Turtles because of that moment when they were imitating New York people. Was there, there, oh, people were, like,
2: appropriation or what? Yeah. And it was like But they're from New York. <laughs> Is Aki not from New York? Yeah, no, like those, it's like cultural references. Those those kids literally, they're New York kids.
1: And they're like, no, that's not even how we talk. It's like,
2: listen to you. <laughs>
1: it's okay. Like when people do a California accent, yeah, people in California do talk like that, bro. Yeah. Are you
2: serious? Yeah, yeah. Duh. You go anywhere near the beach area, they all talk like that. And that's what's dumb. It's like, even if like even if that was your issue with it, right? It's like, these are fucking teenagers in new york so for sure they're quoting aki and they're fucking bacon egg and cheese with the bed you know what's <laughs> dope too come to find out a lot of those little scenes were improvised by the kid actors. that's
1: awesome yeah that whole movie right there at that point and by the way like some people just get offended just to be offended uh-huh. and that point too they've been living in a sewer and their <laughs> interpretation of new york is only what they see on youtube that's why they're doing all the bacon egg and cheese mm-hmm. The Aki way. It's like when California people try to imitate New York people. We don't know what it's actually like, yeah, yeah. so they'll do that. Or when people from New York imitate California people, yeah. they'll do the, What's up, bro? Yeah. Same shit. Mm-hmm. Why y'all always got to get mad about everything?
2: Everybody's mad about everything, and I, you know, I learned to accept that. And you know, and what's annoying is, you know, with the internet, everyone feels like their opinion is hundred percent correct. People just are there to argue at this point. Yeah. Sometimes, like by the way, sometimes I really do
1: love my fans. Like there was a, you know, that video I talked about this this girl who code switch is super hard and somebody who watched my video on tiktok was like you're so fucking anti-black and all this other stuff okay and then people in the comments popped off on her it's like are you dumb do you not understand he's making fun of the person that is imitating this stereotypical black culture whenever they see a black person he's making fun of her right. what the fuck are you talking about right it's like thank god for these fans you know what i
2: mean that's the thing too man it's like the thing with the internet uh is that a lot of people are so ready to pop off they don't realize that they don't even understand what's happening. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Like Mm -hmm. they are ready to just ignore all context, ignore even what the shit is about, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're just itching to get put in their two cents, you know? Um, And that's why I, I had to learn, and I tell myself on the regular. And this keeps me sane, and I've said this before, because it's easy to be angry and irritated all the time at stupid people. Yeah. But then what helped me cope is realizing that people aren't stupid. I'm better. I'm just on another level than 95% of people in the world. And once you get into that mind state, you don't get mad anymore. You feel pity because you're like, damn, you live your life with this dumb brain? That sucks for you, dog. You know what I realized that helped me mm. was that you would
1: never keep that same energy if you said that. It's on me, ever.
0: Oh, bitch! <laughs> no,
1: I don't know. about Pussy that. Pussy
0: ass people.
1: No, no, not like that. Keep the energy, you fucking <laughs> bitches. No, no, that's not what I mean. What I meant? No, 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 that's not what I mean. Ole ole ole. You're kind of stupid, hey? Fuck them, dog. No, what I mean. <laughs> <homme, dog. laughs> <laughs> That's not what I mean. Fuck y'all, man! What I mean is that people people tend to have dual personalities when they could have an anonymity, right? When they don't have to be responsible for their words, you can be as brave as you want. Mm-hmm. And what the thing about online is that people get this endorphin rush when somebody looks at them and they go, You go! Uh. Yeah, you do that! And they're just searching for that. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel pity for them. Like, I... I you're a pitiful person, but I don't, ha- I don't feel pity for you at all. Mm-hmm. I understand that you are brave online because you can never do that to somebody in person. And, mm-hmm. it- and when you do, you sound like a
2: crazy person. So it's just that type of thing. You Bro, know? Here's what I used to tell myself when motherfuckers would be in my shit talking, talking just negativity all the time, spewing poop, poop from their mouth, little poop Throwing a doodle paper. Throwing doodle paper figuratively at me. I would think like, damn. For somebody to go out of their way to be so consistently negative to me. They like you a lot. No, no, not that. They hate themselves. Mm -mm. They, whatever they went through in life, they didn't get enough love and support from their family, from their upbringing. They got, maybe they don't get any attention from uh, the ladies that they love. So they're angry and bitter inside. These motherfuckers are sad and depressed. That's why they're taking it out on me. And whether or not that's true doesn't matter (laughs) because it helps me look at them like sucks
1: for you dog. I'll tell you this though I do think it's real. I I do think that if somebody wakes up every day to wait for you to say something Mm -hmm. to tear you down that's the only thing that's keeping them alive. Mm. Like they're and then they have a small group of people that agree with them and they love that feedback Mm -hmm. and that's the only thing they look forward to so I like you know what I'll, I'll let you have it it's not like I have control of it anyways but look if I die and move on, they'll find somebody else to do it too because that's just their existence now. This well, is the,
2: maybe they'll I, kill themselves.
1: Oh, I hope I'm not. You're, <laughs> you're, you're definitely <laughs> – you are, you are worthy of living, but you got to find that purpose for yourself. You know, If you're waking up every day just to shit on somebody and you kind of trauma bond, that's, that doesn't last ever. I've never seen that last, and I've always seen people like that never have any real friends or connections, and it sucks, man. Like You'd be so surprised like what, how much happier you are when you connect with other people that are happier. Like your whole fucking world flips. Cause mm-hmm. and I also empathize with that too. Because when I was younger, when just starting out stand-up, I would like look out and be like, I'm funnier than this guy. Why does he get to have what I don't have? Mm-hmm. So I know what that feels like as a 15, 16 year old, mm-hmm. right? But I grew out of that. So I get you. Like I was, I was, I used to be like that too. And all it took was for me to be look at myself and say, I'm a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. How come he can't be successful? I can't be successful. Mm-hmm. What kind of bullshit is that? What mm-hmm. am I doing here? You know? Mm-hmm. And it just because like I remember like always feeling like you don't feel enough right mm-hmm. and so you try to just like drag somebody else down exactly as a young kid but then it's just like well how come they can't just be dope and
2: you could be dope you can be dope <laughs> there's yeah. room for everybody to be dope yeah. there's enough money out there for all of us to make a little bit you know there's really no point in hating on the next man's mm-hmm. grind and and journey and success you know i even like we we talked about this a little bit and i and i posted a little a clip of myself talking about it and there's still someone in my comments like That's easy for you to say, Tim. (laughs) Like, you've never had blah, 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 blah. I'm like, that's not what this is about.
1: And also, I have AIDS.
2: Yeah, and there's that. David David has AIDS. So I can never truly be happy, okay?
1: You know what it is, though? But, like, people who say that, too, and I'll say this, right? Like, all these young Asian creators or people who are in this space, like, yo, you weren't there when, like, us just existing in this space was a problem. Like, people would always be like, why do you talk that way? Why do you act like that? Why do you dress like that? Why do you say—you guys get none of that shit. And guess what? Other people had to set that foundation for you. And that motherfucker was us. <laughs> we had to take so much fucking shit. And you don't get that shit anymore. You might get it a little bit, but if I could show you those old comments back in the day, it was wild.
2: Yeah. I think um, I think Asian creators probably, like, on TikTok— We'll probably get a little bit of, of that now, but it's it's different because- it's mild, like, dude. It's 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 different because nowadays it's like where they would see us and they would think, they would be confused. Yeah. They're like, what? Why, how, why do you talk like this, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they see them now, because it's been such a, um, uh, like almost like you can see so many things now because of the internet, I think now it's like, oh, you're another one of these fake whatever. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not so much a- what the fuck but it's more of like a oh you're another one of these fake whatever whatever um and, and you know and by the way too
1: like stereotypically like hood folks or whatever whatnot not black but hood folks i don't like that stereotype mm-hmm. like they don't talk like me <laughs> i don't I, I, this is what i genuinely feel too you don't know what hood ass people talk like you know what i'm saying like they are the people that their filler word is once again you feel me or, like, a consistent <laughs> N-word all the time. Like, that's, like, their vibe. Like, there's not a single person from the hood that looks at me and
2: thinks that I'm from the hood. Mm. At all. Mm-hmm. So
1: you actually don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
2: Oh, dude, I, I used to get, um... I used to be so funny, because, you know, when I would first make my videos, and people would be like, you know, I'd literally be doing a Dear Day De La Ghetto, giving advice to a young Asian gentleman about how he should proceed with his date, which is, you know, maybe he's on his first... Little, little, he's about to lose his virginity or some shit and he's nervous about it. And I'd be just talking my shit. Someone'd be like, Why does this guy, who's this wannabe gangster? Gangster? I hated like, that one. Dog, uh, I'm literally like wearing a pink hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it because I have my hat backwards? You think I'm trying to be a gangster? Like, how many gangsters are you seeing in pink hats giving love advice? That was the. <laughs> <laughs> it don't make sense. Hey, what's up, cut? You look love, cut? You know?
1: <laughs> Open up your heart, cut Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, no. Well, that was the other comment, too. It's like, oh, you're trying to be a gangster. I'm like, in what world does my chubby, fat fuck face with thick glasses <laughs> think that he's a gangster? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you would tell stories like, oh, you know, I got into this fight and like, you never fought. It's like, dog, when I was younger, people would just jump you. You fought to survive. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. I'm telling you stories about me getting beat up. And they go, oh, you think you're a thug? (laughs) I just told you about me getting my ass beat. (laughs) But just like the idea of somebody living a life that they could never live makes it unbelievable to
2: them. I mean, and that's the the beauty and the um, annoying part of the internet, right? Is that like you get people from everywhere who are exposed to different shit that they would have never been exposed to. And sometimes they get really confused by that. They yeah. think, like, the way they live is, like, the only way to live until they're exposed to it. That's why, I like, I feel like traveling is so yeah, important. man. Because a lot of these people, man, they will never leave their city. And it's so dumb when you get people really arguing. It's so easy to get a viral tweet on Twitter when you just want to give some hot take, like, this is the only way to cook mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you'll get a million people arguing. You don't put paprika in your mashed potatoes. But it's because this motherfucker did it in, I don't know, Mobile, Alabama. So you got someone in fucking Omaha, Nebraska, like, that's not how you cook mashed potatoes. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know? So now you got all these motherfuckers arguing on Twitter yeah. because their moms cook mashed potatoes differently. Yeah, So silly. But
1: I'll say this too, you know, I understand to a certain extent of when you try to like, I was like, hey, man, that's not how the food is, right? Mm-hmm. There's like those ridiculous examples, mm-hmm. but there's like nuances in between. Like I, I used to get irritated, like let's say with Korean food, they would do like a Korean dish of how they make it. And it's a Korean person. And they're like that's not how my mom makes it. It's because like, your mom made it different. Yeah. Everybody's like culture. Like, there's not one mom in Thailand that makes the same fucking whatever dish the same way. You know what mm. I mean? Or Korean. Everybody's a little. They add their own little, you know, thing mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the general truth is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all
2: good. It's all good, dude. Your mom's food is fucking good, though, man. My mom's food is delicioso. They just got back from a cruise. Oh. Um, my parents went on a cruise. It was a, a lit little situation too. It was like. Up to San Francisco, down to Mexico, and back to L.A. And uh, they would send me, like, periodically, they'd send me little videos of them, like, (laughs) dancing on the cruise ship. Oh, they're re-sparking it? I don't know about that. Okay, they're just having a little fun. They're just out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if anything's getting re-sparked.
1: It's but, like is it my dad sending me photos of my mom dancing with other men,
2: yeah. <laughs> having a great time. He's, he's, and, and that's what finally turns him on 20 yeah. years later. He's like, oh, this, I want to cuck. I want cuck. I, I want to do to that.
1: <laughs> hey, somebody else's problem, not mine.
2: That's what gets him off. Yeah. Finally, I'm alone. <laughs> it just comes up to her. <laughs> You're happy now. Give it two years. <laughs> but yeah, man, they had a good time. Um, I've actually never been on a cruise. It's it's cool. Uh it's like, I mean,
1: you're gonna get fucking fat. It's unlimited food. Mm. And like the the food that you do pay for, it's so cheap. Mm. It's it's I think I had a three course meal, steak, everything, like shrimp, cocktail, all this sort of stuff. It was like ten bucks. Dang. But because I it guess it's kind of taken care of. But yeah. that if you want that extra special food, you just pay a little more. I'm like, this food's way better and only costing me like ten or eleven bucks.
2: I might just bring a steak next time we do this, man. I'm in the mood. Hey, look, 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 look! look. I think we just ate about two thousand calories right now.
1: It was seafood. It's healthy. Oh, that's right. It was very delicious too. By the way,
2: I mean that cholesterol might be kind of crazy. Is your cholesterol still uh, fucking wild? I'm sure it is. I haven't, I <laughs> haven't is really, even I haven't really fixed anything. Uh, I uh, no, actually, I, mean, I eat fairly healthy. No, that's not true. Even when I eat like light, it's still like. Like, on the day—remember when I hit you up and, like, bro, I lost five pounds? Because I was, like, kind of just eating Korean barbecue with, like, the greens and no rice. But it was still, like, a lot of red meat. You know what I'm saying? I uh, think—listen, I'm no dietitian or whatever, (laughs) right?
1: But something, something, something might be fine. (laughs) I agree. There you go. I agree. Um, (laughs) That's how I think it.
2: But my cholesterol, I doubt that it's really down like that. Um, But— I don't know, man. You know, I'm just I'm I'm trying to make better choices if I can,
1: you know. Well, I don't know. It's it's hard to say that during the holidays that are popping up. And you already had one Thanksgiving already. You're going to have another one coming up, mm-hmm. and you got it with kids, and then you got Christmas. <laughs> and then you got our fucking mandate coming up. Oh. So, it's going to be a it's going to be a little roughy roughy. And then we got a bunch of food uh send foods uh, uh, uh foodie calls coming up. We're shooting two this month. We're shooting two this month. It's going to be pretty wild, man. Ah.
2: Well, good thing I starve myself in between shoot dates. Not me. (laughs) I make sure I have a full-ass meal before we shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to lick each other's nipples and we'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, y'all. It's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to
1: dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com, or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free.
2: You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com.
1: Thanks. Who's, who's, like, some of your favorite, like, food creators right now? Food creators? Um, oh, like, in the space? Yeah. I got I got two people on top of my head that I
2: really, really like to like watch. Like, that cook? Cook or, or let's, let's do a cook. Okay. Who do I follow that I fuck with? Um, you go first because I have to look.
1: Uh, Thomas Straker. Okay. Uh, he does All Things Butter and then he has another buddy that does all things like potato or some shit. Okay. And then also my boy David Newwin, very good dishes. Ah, uh,
2: yes, I have yet to every, every time y'all do a little a crawfish boil with him, I'll be watching like
1: cuz I follow it. We follow each other. He's his his shit his his fucking food is amazing. Like David Newwin is the shit. And, and we I'm, go
2: to the same tattoo artist. Oh, wow. He just got did by my by my girl. He can't Lynn. stop
1: getting tattoos. He's he's tattooed the fuck up. He could walk out butt naked and nobody would know.
2: I'm not going to lie, dog. After I got this first one, I'm like constantly like I told you I knew down it. I fucking ideas. Knew
1: it, dude. I fucking knew that was gonna happen, and I told you
2: not to. Why? You're
1: gonna have everybody I better be tattooed too.
2: No! <laughs> it's gonna be me and Rick holding hands. <laughs> hey, hey, Rick, Rick's kind of debating it a little. He's oh. he's been thinking about it. Rick, so. don't do this.
1: If you get a tattoo, I have to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, don't do it. Be pure. Please,
2: Rick. Please, no. I just uh well, now when I see this one on me, I like the way it looks, but I feel like I need to balance it out with something.
1: Well, know? that has to be Q on the other arm then.
2: Well, okay, no. This this area, the reverse of, of Veda, is reserved for Q. Um, but as I wait for him to turn two and look more like however he's going to look, I'm like... As I'm looking at it, like, just as a composition.
1: it's just gonna. If you got a tattoo of Q now, it's just going to look like me.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just going to look like fucking, I don't know, why'd the you, Michelin Man.
1: What'd you tattoo? Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm still here. I'm Rick
2: always here. says that Q looks like Fat Joe. Uh, and it's very accurate. Um, but as I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, ah, a little, like, a little, something peeking out on my little uh, tricep would look really cool. You,
1: you know. got to do a tattoo. Something hella Thai, dude. Ta- Thai shit looks fucking sick.
2: So you're Thai. It's funny that you say that. Because, well, first of all, I want to, like I, I mentioned before, but I want to do the from a monk. Oh, the, the one lady who does it?
1: Out here? No, there's the old lady in, like, in a village that you have to go. She does it the old-fashioned way with like thorns.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I want to do it like from a monk or from whoever that lady is. Um, but I thought, how sick would it be? Because my this, this tattoo artist, Lynn, she does really dope like flowers and shit. I'm like, how dope would it be if, like, testament to my dad, got a little like, chili peppers with leaves on a vine or something. <laughs> that was gonna be something way cooler. <laughs> no, dick joke. Dick joke in my dad's honor.
1: And it's gonna be right above Q. <laughs>
2: That's the worst. Because that's my boy. That's my boy, son. That's my man. He should learn these dick jokes. Look, I'm going to have... Ch- Thai Chili's is going to be his first word. I still can't believe you have a tattoo, man. <laughs> I still can't believe it. Doesn't man. it make sense, though? Doesn't it, like, look good? How fucking dare you,
1: man. <laughs> How fucking dare you? We were the last one standing. And then all of a sudden, you're over here with a fucking tattoo. And now, guess what? I'm a <laughs> I knew you were going to but that's the thing that's my biggest fear yeah. of one tattoo ain't no way I'm just gonna get one you know what I mean because it just feels you gotta get more it's just I can't I just can't do it man. it hurts oh I know I'm a bitch <laughs>
2: I'm a bitch and we talked about this like previously but that
1: yeah. shit it fucking hurts and I feel like girls have a, a higher threshold for pain not you. And- G- <laughs> Chia is different dude You fucking fart on her thigh She fucking breaks her ankle
2: Oh bro Speaking of which Real quick I'm gonna tell you this Cause you know Chia has immaculate skin Okay Yes amazing I have been breaking out lately um, I sent you a voice I sent David a voice note The other night I was like hey man I don't know what's going on I've been avoiding cheese And Chia's in the background No you haven't <laughs> I'm like Of course I'm like I might have had a little bit Bite of Veda's mac and cheese She's like and you had a little bit of this and that, and you had this. I'm like, she's like, and you had a bite of the taquito. I'm like, whatever, dude. And you know what I realized too? During Halloween, because I don't want Veda eating all her chocolate, I was eating a lot of her chocolate too. I think that might've fucked me up because I got some like fucked up, I got my concealer on right now, but it's poking through a bit. But anyways, I say all that to say, did you see the reel I just posted with with Veda talking to Chia?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. So for those of y'all who who maybe didn't see that yet, um, you know, Veda saw this pimple on Chia's cheek and she's like. She's like, "Daddy, why, Daddy, give you, Daddy, whatever." And Vader's, and she was like, "Yeah, Daddy gave me this pimple." She turns around, she's like, "Daddy, why you give me, why you give me, mommy the pimple?" She's pissed. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I told Rick, and Rick was like, "Damn, to her, you are the pimple man. Like, you are the source of pimples." And he's like, "Don't ever teach her what fat means." <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's fat because Uncle Rick. No, my my,
1: uh, my my one of my boys, his uh, kid's super fucking cute, right? Mm-hmm he's like, he's actually oddly really smart. But, you know, it took him out swimming and we're swimming. And then I was showing him this thing where you're in the water and you spray the water out of your hands, Mm -hmm. right? But then I sprayed it out. At the same time, he splashed the water and the water hit his face. But he did it to himself. Mm -hmm. But he somehow connected that to me. Ah. And then he looks at me. He goes, I'm mad. And he's like the same age as Veda. Mm -hmm. And he turns around. He goes, Uncle David, I'm mad. And I'm like, for what? He goes, you splashed me. Dang. And I'm like, you splashed yourself, but he can't connect that shit. Mm-hmm. So the other day, my friend messaged me. She goes, You want to hear what what he said? He goes, Uncle da-, he goes, Uncle David. He goes, What about Uncle David? I'm mad. <laughs> that was like a month ago. <laughs> he goes, Uncle David splashed me. I was like, I didn't
2: do it. They don't forget, dog. Fucking, you gaslighting me, you <laughs> little shit. <laughs> they they she's, he's gonna remember that forever. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm drowning him next time. I didn't do shit. Veda will randomly bring up shit like, um, um what happened one time? Um, she just, she just does not forget. And, and she'll also, yeah, I don't remember, but she doesn't forget. (laughs) I do, but she does not. Well, she's actually at the age now where she remembers people, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, dog. She does not forget. She she totally remembers and she'll ask about you. Like she'll if if she sees something that reminds her, she'll be like, "Oh, like, you know, where's Uncle David?" I know, I got to go. <laughs> you need to come I, back, I gotta go dog. Fucking visit. And I got a really gas
1: efficient car now so I can visit without worrying.
2: Bro, come through. Um Wait, what's your, what's your gas-efficient car?
1: I got a RAV4 Prime. You're not driving that 4Runner anymore? No, because it was 15 miles a gallon, and I was spending <laughs> about 500 a month on gas.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, that's a lot, man. And I didn't realize I started calculating it uh, like a couple months ago, just seeing on the average. It was about 400 to 500 a month on gas. Sheesh! And I didn't realize that shit. And so this car, on the other hand, gets double the gas mileage, and it's also plug-in electric, so I can go 44 miles on electric.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, and the average is about 40 miles a gallon. But— Kanye West said, what do you think I fucking, what do you think I rap for? To push a fucking rap for? Well, now I hate my car. (laughs) And I just got it. And you're an idiot.
1: What color is it? It's like this uh, midnight black type of blue.
2: What was your first car?
1: My first car was an Isuzu Trooper 4x4. Uh, Isuzu trooper? Isuzu (laughs) trooper?
2: An <laughs> what color was that
1: it was a green it was considered one of the best 4 by 4 cars at the time really? beating out jeeps at the time oh shit. amazing car dude and let me tell you something man once i got in that whip still no women talked to me <laughs> they still didn't like me wow. i remember i hit an old guy with that once <laughs> and i the car so i was in the supermarket right and i was talking to this girl that i really liked she was in the car with me we weren't boyfriend girlfriend at the time but I was so enamored by her beauty, and I couldn't stop giggling next to her. I didn't realize I left my foot off the, the brake. Oh lord! And I started inching forward, and then I went doo and I see this guy on my on top of the hood going hey. It was like an old guy with his cane hitting my. Oh ca- God! And I got, I was like, "Sir, I am so sorry." He was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry. I, I'm on a date with this girl right now." And, and <laughs> he looks at me. He starts laughing. He's wow. like, <laughs> "What it is to be young?" Oh, adorable! Yeah, <laughs> So
2: he's kind of cool, you know. I actually think I broke a couple up because I hit a guy's truck one time. Um, back at Cal State Long Beach, I was fucking leaving the parking structure and just not really paying attention, to be honest. And you know, cause it was always so full of cars. So as you're like going out of the structure, you're inching out, you know what I'm saying? So there was a big new black pickup truck in front of me. And I forget, I think I was in my little, like 94 Corolla at the time. And I just kind of like, wasn't paying attention and dinged his shit as we're going out. My shit crunched up. This fool got pissed, got out of the car. His chick was in the passenger seat. He gets out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, my bad, dude. I, was, I wasn't paying attention. He's like, no shit. Pull your wax shit over, right? And then he kind of like, he looks and like no damage on his shit. There was like a little light hanging over his license plate that was hanging a little bit. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man, right? And I'm, he's like, it's fine. It's fine because it, it didn't do shit to his car, right? But then his girl, I think, was so turned off by her reaction I remember by her his reaction by his. Yeah. She was so turned off by his reaction. I remember her just getting out of the car and walking out because he got angry because he got so pissed and was like yelling at me, you know, because I just remember her being like, oh, like, and she's got out of the car and walked away. Wow. You d- and they had four kids and now they don't even know their dad anymore. Yeah. And then I picked her up and you guys started fucking. No, 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 no. We talked for an hour. She cried in my arms. I cried in her arms. I took her to. Color me mine. We painted a beautiful mug. She made a bowl. I did a little uh, mountain sunset. She did a lion. Wasn't great. I couldn't tell what it was. Critiqued her. Critiqued her. Made her feel like shit. She cried in my arms again. Then we fucked. Wow. And then after you guys
1: fucked, she's like, this dick is terrible. Went back to her, man. She fixed the taillight. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. She got really mad. Took out the cord from the taillight. Put it around her neck. Her guy was like, don't do this. Mm -hmm. You're my everything. Mm -hmm. And she goes, dude kind of sound gay (laughs) then she walked away went back to you fucked you again
2: no did you say no like this is a real story no actually
0: actually
2: no 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 (laughs) girl. she 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 took the cord off went to the bathroom took a long poo this guy's very sad that his girl was about to unalive herself he came to me for a shoulder to cry on we fucked. Wow. At Color Me Mine. Wow. The end. This is amazing, <laughs> dude.
1: And we call that story, The Hokoro. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Take a little little, little sip. Oh, I forgot about this. I was drinking that michelada. Yeah. It's a really good michelada, too. Mm, mm, mm.
1: I definitely <sighs> was not a very good driver when I was younger.
2: Wow. Uh, who's surprised by that? Am I right? <laughs> 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 Fucking ching chong.
1: <laughs> I was literally the worst stereotype ever. I used to do the stand up bit back in the day. It used to fucking kill. Yeah. I was like, I would talk about how much I hated Asian stereotypes. Yeah. I was like, people used to walk around and, you know, before when I was a kid and I wouldn't drive. I used to get mad at fucking white people because they always say Asian people can't fucking drive. But well, that was until I got my license and I killed five people. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to fucking kill back in the day.
2: I bet, dude. It was so fucking funny. You're and not I trying to it. hop back into stand up, dog?
1: Uh, it's just, not. you know, like I keep getting asked to like, yo, can you film for this set? Film for the set. Yeah. And I just don't want From to. PK? Uh, a lot of people, Yeah, a bunch of my friends. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, it just doesn't feel good. Mm. oh yeah you said that you didn't yeah, enjoy it yeah. anymore and I like I also kind of just like my life mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and I'm kind of going into that space where I don't like limelight <laughs> mm. and so I mean I feel like it's going to come back right but at this point in my life like staying low and just joking around and having fun feels fucking good so I'm trying to just live in this right now and then you know boy still young you yeah. all you know, <laughs> you know <not> b- <laughs> not b- your boy's still young so I still got time So for me, I'm just like, why can't I just like enjoy my life now? And then when that time comes where I got that little monkey on my back, I can go out there and start doing it
2: again and start failing. (laughs) That's the beauty of being funny is that we don't have to be attractive. And stand up has no age. Yeah, exactly.
1: You're just fucking funny. So I got a lot of work to do. You know what I mean? But look, I'll work on it later.
2: Matt Reif was on Jimmy Fallon last night.
1: Really? He's so funny.
2: He sold out his world tour and like it's like 600,000 tickets or some shit. Like his that. clips keep popping up and yeah. I'm like how is he so f- quick? He's a funny dude, man. He, and he's been doing it for a long time, Yeah, dude. since he was, like, a teenager.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, dude. He sounds like he's been doing it. Like, he sounds like like a like a vet in this shit. His like, crowd work is on point. It's it's, ridic- it's almost ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's, like, so good. The way it, it, he always, like, ties shit together and all that. He's great, man. Um, it's not
1: fair that he's that handsome, either. Like, it's it,
2: really not. It actually bothers me a lot. Yeah. And, and then people say he's a great person, and I don't like that either. Nice guy, and for what I've heard from mutual friends, really nice dick. That's what I've heard. Well... And I hate it even more. What is this about? How is this fucking fair? I don't know, man. Well, you know what? Look, I've known Matt for a very long time. I knew this boy when he was broke as shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about in the green room of Wildin' Out, him taking mad snacks from the green room because he was like, "I'm so hungry and I can't afford to buy food when we go home to oh, oh, the hotels." Shit. Like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you just watch him go back.
1: <laughs> I'll get you a meal. Nah, just kidding. Get the fuck out of here, poor guy. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'm like, uh no, thank you. Take these fucking fruit roll-ups back to your room.
1: Yeah, dude, you are handsome as fuck. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, fucking Suck handsome. Some dick, proof. you'll make some money.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get one of these uh get one of these um, uh uh not attractive women to buy you a meal. You ever heard that song uh about how like if you want to be happy, you shouldn't marry an attractive woman? No. It's an old song it goes, if you wanna be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your life. Whoa. <laughs> oh, your a- wife. And then there's one little break in the song where he's like, (laughs) he's like, man, my wife cooks and cleans and blah, blah, blah. And he's talking about how happy he is. And he's like, but she is ugly. (laughs) Oh,
1: before we sign off, let me ask you this.
2: We're not signing off for another hour, dog. We're going to keep this shit going. Okay.
1: Hey. So I just talked to a buddy of mine. He came on my morning walk and he was telling me the story. He goes, I don't ever get hit on, but I got hit on by this girl in a movie theater. Right, and I'm so like oblivious to things. I was getting the tickets. She was like chopping it up with me, like yeah, whatever. I need to go watch this movie. Hurry up, whatever. <laughs> right, goes gets to get popcorn. She goes away from her ticket stand, walks over to him, and she's like, "Oh, so like, where are you from?" And he's like, and she goes, "You know, what? I'm just gonna be honest with you." She's like, "If you're free sometime, can I take you out to, over to my place? And I want to cook you some dinner." What? That's what she said to him.
2: Is she attractive?
1: And so she's not.
2: <laughs> ah.
1: Right, and then he, you know, he was like, "I decline," mm. but he goes. But I'm very flattered. But can I ask you something? It's like, it's that's very straightforward of you. Do you do that? She goes, hey, when I see a guy that I like, I just go for it. Yeah. At low key. I was like, well, what, what do you rate her on a one to ten for what you consider physical beauty, right? She's like, she's a four. Mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, bro, I think a four with that type of personality that wants to cook for me, I might go on a date with her, man. That's kind of dope.
2: Because the personality might be fucking next level shit.
1: Well, that's just kind of dope. I'm like, man, you might be, that's like some type of stuff where I think you probably spend the rest of my life with some, a girl like that.
2: I mean, at the very least, uh, see how good the food is.
1: Or the, I should say the pussy.
2: <laughs> I mean, that too.
1: Because she was trying to fuck for sure. It's, well, yeah. it's like, come over, let me cook for you. We're going to fuck.
2: <laughs> probably.
1: Yeah, probably. Like, uh, that's I mean, like where it's leading to. If,
2: you gonna, if, if she going to do all that, then she probably wants some D. Yeah. And, of course not bad. And good conversation. Yeah. um, I mean, women will say, you know, a lot of women will say, like, they'll take dinner with ugly dudes just because they want that free meal. You know what I'm saying? I've heard many women say, like, ah, oh, I just really wanted a free—I just wanted—I like dinner. So, yeah, I went out with this dude that I wasn't attracted to. You know what I'm saying?
1: Sometimes, like, when I was younger, like, listen, if somebody could just hold a dope conversation with me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you definitely would— I would feel things for a person that physically I don't think if I never spoke to them I would never feel for. it. 100%. But it's like damn, something about you man. Like would you just you just
2: make you just attractive to me now. I don't know what it is, but you got this thing about you, you when, know? When girls can make me laugh. Oh, like, it's amazing. Next le- like actually like when I'm like, "Yo, you're actually funny." Take it'll take a a 4 to like a 8, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, I also feel like I have a very specific sense of humor, so when someone gets it, and, and can be on my level Like keeping up with me Back and forth I'm like you different You're hey. special
1: What well, that's my ball sweating now mm. Is when I see a girl Take care of something like, mm. like a child Or a person It's like You take care of me
2: I'll tell you One of the most intimate things I ever uh, A girl ever did to me uh, After like A random hookup Is like We were showering together And she like Without me saying anything Soaped up her hands Washed my penis In the shower and I was like, this is so sweet. <laughs> I'm like, this is the cutest thing a girl's ever done after a smash. Like, in the shower, she's soaked up her hands, washed my penis, not on no dirty shit, washed my penis, washed my balls. I was like, oh my God, how cute. Something
1: about a girl that just takes care of you, man,
2: yeah. makes you feel
1: loved and, and just cared for. Mm. How oh, the, 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 the the, the the skill of a woman, dude. Like, you guys just have this, like, touch about you. Something about you. Just so warm and nurturing.
2: Just that nurturing nature.
1: Yeah, shout-outs to women out there, man. Y'all are just amazing.
2: Women yeah. are the best. They're so strong. They push babies out of their tiny-jinnies. Tiny and g- I just know it hurts so much. I've seen it, and uh, I am in awe. And- you guys
1: smell better than us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just better skin. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just your stench is so much better than ours. You know what's crazy is, like, You know, women are so good at taking care of themselves. Dudes having fucked up skin is almost like it's not even an issue. They love it. They want to fix your skin. (laughs) This is like like a dude with like bad skin, like myself, can carry on and it's like a lot of girls are unfazed by that shit, you know? But I think we're so used to seeing girls like with such perfect skin all the time. It's like when you see a girl like, like when you're dating and a girl's breaking out, it's almost like, oh, shit. What's, what, what's going on? Are you stressed? Are you on your period? Yeah. But like you see a dude with acne, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. That's yeah. dudes. They're dudes just more, are just gross.
1: They're just more forgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, shout outs to women out there, man. You guys do deal with a lot, man. They but do. sometimes y'all be annoying too. Whoa, dude. Whoa. I just, I had to even it out. I can't just, you can't just give them everything. <sighs> you shut the fuck up. Wow. They can be amazing and be a little annoying. Guys can be stinky and also kind. Whoa! Wow. Oh,
2: dude.
1: Why did your pants fall? <laughs>
2: what the fuck is your pants doing? <laughs> <talking? laughs> these.
1: What the fuck?
2: These are my recreation clothes. <laughs> What is a man (laughs) but to love a woman? Woman, woman, whoa, man. Manscaped. Boxer briefs. Shave your pubic hair. Wear nair down there. Video of a guy showing his asshole on YouTube. Why did you show me that? (laughs) Therapy. (laughs) Burns, when I
1: pee, (laughs) did not need to see, you piece of shit. Did you watch it? Huh? No, the first one that you sent, and I clicked, and it was his tiny little penis that scared the shit out of me. And I just, I gave you
2: the benefit of the doubt. So, Nadeem, I was shooting Nadeem's drunk food show, and uh, this fool Nadeem put me on to some internet shit that I had never heard of, all right? On YouTube. If you guys dare look up, like, how to Nair butthole or some shit like that. There's this, like, uh, skinny Asian, I think he's Asian dude. And he's like, the thumbnail is just him holding a little bottle of Nair. And you click on it. He's like, okay, just for reference, here's how hairy my butthole is. Fucking bends over asshole gooch balls in the camera. Is this on YouTube? It's on YouTube. How come they don't remove it? Because I think he's writing the technicality of like it's education. Get the fuck out of here! So dude. it's it's you have it's age restricted. You have to be like you know eighteen or older to watch it. All right, I'm gonna go to YouTube Kids now. <laughs> yeah, but it's so this guy's fucking showing his whole asshole. And then did you watch the second one I sent you? I
1: clicked it because I thought it was going to be something else. You didn't write anything this time. Because, you know, we just be sending each other links. I clicked it, and it was his gigantic bush. Yeah. And, and I fucking almost yacked.
2: This fool looks like his junk. And so the second video I sent is him being like, how to shave and trim your, <laughs> your pubes. And and he didn't even set it up with no intro this time. As soon as you click the video, it's straight his pubes and fucking Ken Jong from... Uh, Uh, A hangover dick in the camera. Straight up
1: Osama Bin Laden. It's
2: crazy.
1: James Harden. That shit was crazy, But This
2: motherfucker's just getting off on exposing himself on YouTube.
1: Disgusting.
2: Crazy. I'm
1: sorry. As a heterosexual male, the male body disgusts me.
2: And look... Why wouldn't you have
1: it a little more presentable, bro? Like I always said. He let that shit go crazy. <laughs> and I just did not. I like for, As we talk about it, it's flashing in my brain right now and it's melting. My brain is melting.
2: <laughs> From like horniness? No.
1: Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Oh, man. Dudes behind the foods. Um, if you guys need therapy, we're probably still sponsored by BetterHelp. So just get on
2: that after you see that video, huh? And if you want to see me and David shave our pubes and buttholes, um, let us know in the comments below and let us know how much you'd be willing to pay on OnlyFans. A million (laughs) dollars minimum. Goodybrand.com. We dropped these shirts a couple weeks ago. Make sure you pick one up. Secret Uh, Society Secret Society did our fall launch
1: uh, All brand new stuff A lot of stuff sold out But we still got a bunch of stuff left We're going to probably do a re-up real soon Check that out And uh, we're going to do a Genius Brain Secret Society collab uh, uh, Inspired by my Japan trip uh, Dropping on uh, Black Friday
2: Wow Love you guys Bye Yo it's the dudes Behind the food Dudes Behind the food
0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
1: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
0: See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work.